So, since you may have seen from the title of my episode that was two episodes ago, where I said that the the president of South Vietnam at one point when he was living was in my family and so I joked with my cousin that we're basically the Vietnamese Kennedys but the difference is we laughed about it because obviously that's ridiculous but because I said no way no way because we are not cursed by death and plane crashes and heroin overdoses. But I do think a recurring theme in our lives is actually the opposite, having many near-death experiences, but somehow not perishing. And I thought that I would share a somewhat funny one that I had because, because it's quite interesting. So Let's see, I was in fourth grade, and I was in New Jersey. See, I always make fun of New Jersey, but the beach actually is pretty lit. So to show that this title is a clickbait, I literally almost got lost at sea and had no fear for some reason. But doesn't that just describe me, scared of a noise and a reflection, and yet lost in the ocean, having fun? So... I was swimming in the waves as I enjoyed doing because we know how New England is. The waves are about one inch tall and only tall after an enormous earth-shattering thunderstorm. So I was having the time of my life taking dives, nose dives in the cold, powerful Jersey water. Well, it seems as though the riptides were a little too powerful and somehow I was the only one that got, got swept away, but I was having fun. You know, I know how to doggy paddle. I know how to, you know, as a child, when you're a fat baby, you naturally float. And I suppose that piece of my body composition, thankfully, hasn't left me yet. Maybe it saved my life. But as we said, I was floating further and further away. I think the friends, the family that I was with, for the vacation started to look at me in a concerned way but I wasn't really thinking much of it but I started to get further and further away until I couldn't see anyone anymore and the silly thing is my third favorite animal is definitely sharks but I am so terrified of them my fear is definitely because my favorite animals are box jellyfish rattlesnake But I wasn't even thinking of my fear, but I feel as though I might have had some sharks beneath me based on how far away I was from human contact and the shore. So I wasn't really thinking much. I was having fun just floating away and away, peaceful. Sometimes when I'm in the ocean by myself, I'll sing some Mamma Mia, but... Yeah, I was getting further away till it was just me in the water and the fish pee. And then slowly into the distance, I start to see a figure approach me. But again, it didn't scare me because I was then. They say that when you're near death, the life flashes before the eyes and it gets peaceful. And unfortunately, I didn't get to experience the 
first dramatic movie scene, but I did experience the piece. So as I was saying, the figure got closer to me and it ended up being a figure that didn't want me to die. It actually wanted me to live, which is quite kind. It was the head lifeguard, I think, also floating on their, but using instead of their body fat, they were on their nice red flotation device and they grabbed me by the throat as I enjoy. Just kidding. I was a child, so that would have been creepy, but they somehow touched me somewhere and we slowly drifted back to safety. So that was the time that I almost got lost. Well, the time that I did get lost at sea, but thankfully somebody had a keen eye for me and I lived that day because I'm making this audio recording now. Sometimes I really feel like my guardian angel is looking down at me, cursing me again and looking at their peers, thinking, why can't they be less prone to danger than this girl who, as I said, I will walk to work at 5 a.m. very nervous every time a car approaches me and drives a little too slowly for my liking. I'll gasp and I think they see that I'm screaming at them with fear. And when I'm surrounded by the sharks, I am just having a great time. So that's me for you. So maybe now I'll add some reasons why death can consume me if it would like. Just kidding, just kidding. But I thought I would just share random things. It's okay. I did have fun playing Rage Cage Thursday night with the homies, our little Halloween party. But of course, I just had to have too much fun that even though I I ate my meatballs that night and scrambled to finish all my torts work again the next day of course the phone dies even though it never does so Xtina did not hear her alarm and it's interesting the amount of euphoria that is created by intentionally skipping a class while I feel like a complete failure and degenerate life accidentally missing it it's just a little bit horrendous how I just work so hard to read into the wee hours of the night and yet my attendance is atrocious but that's okay you can't win them all right something else I've noticed in life is that I as you know I might well if you know me at all or even listen to these I think you know I'm quite real and open about my woes because I think everyone has them, but just not everyone admits it, but it's okay. I'll be your martyr. So I just thought one of my talents that I didn't realize I had till I started to get odd looks and no replies in group chats, but I've been told that I am quite, hmm. Whenever I'm in a location, such as college, they say, you really are not like AU people. And that's not something that I think makes me cool, but I'm good at not fitting in. So if you've ever felt, if you ever want to feel like you're normal, I thought I'd maybe list some bizarre things about me. Because why not, right? Well, let's see, where do I start? I have a lot of thoughts 
to share with you tonight. Oh, wait. Okay, this isn't even... But if you've ever watched any porn in your life, I thought I would share this. Because tell me that this is not what you would think if this is what you experienced. But again, I told you my attendance is horrible. But And I missed a class where it literally was porn. So with law school, as some friends have been asking me about, when they ask me how's law school, this is how it is. Have you ever watched one of the shoplifter videos? I had a time where I found those a little interesting. So when we write office memos, there's always a fake client. And this was the storyline that I had to watch in the recorded video. This bitch was followed by the, what's it called? The store manager and the cop and was taken to the back room to get questioned and searched. What does that make you think of? If So if I wasn't sick and absent and disappointing God by missing class again, I would have been one of the interviewers asking the fake victim questions. And I know that I wouldn't have been able to keep a straight face because how can you have a poker face while someone literally word for word describing a porn video that everyone has seen. Like, do you find that ridiculous? And if I was there, I really would have, I think I would have asked her, like, how much Pornhub do you watch? Because I know that that's what you're thinking too. So, yeah, that's me. Let's see what else. Something I just need to remind you is that this is how I feel, but I know that other people aren't like this, but maybe you should change your perspective because I really think it's the truth. When I know people have a crush, I say, oh, why don't you go for them? And then they'll say, oh, they're way too hot for me. And I'm like, really? Because my perspective is nobody is out of your league. Like personally for me, I don't. I would never say someone's too hot for me. Maybe, oh, maybe they don't like me back. But I think I've said before, like, the looks don't matter at all when people say, oh, I'm so lucky that they actually like me. It's not about that. Because I feel like everyone is attracted to different things. And maybe there's symmetry and model looks. But we know that the Hadiths weren't born that way. So it's not all about symmetry and not having perfect skin or a lack of balding. I just don't think there's different leagues, and I think that anyone can love anybody. So, let's see what else. As I said in class, everyone just asks boring questions, and of course, I ask a question that offends a love, fun-loving professor once more, always causing the uh, puzzling looks in peers. So, there's contracts and there's torts. I didn't know what torts was until I entered torts class. But as a part two of my episode where I said that my professor was like, okay, we're going to end class now because I've started to talk about murder and smile about it. Well, I think another time I had said, because so in contracts, they well, in law school in general and court cases, as you probably already know, they base the decisions off of doctrines. And contracts is constantly 
breaking the rules to say, but if we were to enforce this, it just wouldn't be fair. But in torts, they're legit letting kids die and not charging them because they say, okay, up to the jury. So I just thought I would raise my hand and said, like, what, professor, what do you think about torts? Because to me, I feel like the way they handle things is a lot more ruthless than, say, the other ones that all care about fairness. And side note, of course, I'm not judging them, but it is kind of ruthless. Like, you know that I don't really care about morality and all that in general, unless I'm seeing people crying firsthand. But literally, there was a case where, you know, people seem to take manslaughter quite, what's it called, like quite seriously. But the guy was driving the kid and the kid died and they literally didn't. So there's all these things you can do when the jury rules a certain way. The judge can can do a, uh, let's see, there's all those different things I just learned. J-N-O-V, what is that? That's when you go against the what the jury says. But yeah, that, it's just like, I guess I say these things to shake things up, right? Well, that's kind of more the... Uh, So maybe I shouldn't be too surprised when I... So I've said before that I really don't want to be around these people because it's quite unappealing to me to be surrounded by malice when I thought they could have been friends. So I decided to just go completely against what my intention was. They always... So the law school people, they always ask to get together, which I think is so nice. They'll just drop in the chat and say, come to happy hour. And even though I love drinking and happy hour, I would rather chain myself to a bed than come see them. Because like I said, I don't like to be around people I don't like. And yet at one point I said, oh, you guys can, I, this is an open invite to my Halloween party. And I really don't know what came what compelled me to do that the first time. I feel like even if I judge people and really can't seem to be able to crack a genuine smile around them, I seem to still give them a chance. So that's something I don't even understand about myself. But yeah, the first time, it was like a month prior, I said that thing. And a month later, a few days ago, when my hatred for these classmates increased tenfold i said well a guy had said meet us for trivia tonight at seven and i said and then my halloween party after and guess what no likes and that's all right i don't need a heart i feel like my housemates and i we say these things in our chat and half the time nobody answers but doesn't it feel horrendous to the heart at first it's like wow of course this always happens but I think that's quite a common thing, but oh well, I can't remember the last time I saw somebody send a message in there that either didn't get a reply or didn't get a heart. Look at you reading Christina's diary, one more vulnerability, but I feel like that is what makes life fun, right? To hear other people's embarrassing times that they're ignored. Now, Let's see what else. Something else odd about me is my TV is literally just for decoration in my room. 
And I, most of the day I spend, okay, this is going to make me sound even more like a loser. Maybe we'll say not most of the day. It's while I'm doing other things. But I like to watch things on my iPhone, my beloved XR. Someone tell me where they get the money to upgrade to the newest iPhone. Even though I wouldn't get... I can't think of anything less appealing than Sugar Mama or Sugar Daddy. Because that they don't need to pay for my uh, phone. But as I was saying, I seem to find like watching a tiny video more appealing because I think because it gets me to focus word for word on what's going on also if you play captions while watching tv screw you because if I wanted to read I would read but I want to watch the show see I don't know if this is interesting at all but I feel like if you hear weird things people do it might make you feel normal for once right Something else I think about people, well, that might diverge from other people is some humans seem to hate their natural hair. And that puzzles me because your hair is literally made for you. And okay, it might look frizzy in the humidity, but if it was coated in your DNA, doesn't that suit you better than like bleaching it and make it fall out? That's just what I've always wondered. And... I've been hearing from people, oh, I love the chase and when people, and they'll say when the person likes me back, I lose interest. And literally, what is that? Why would you like getting something you don't want if I like someone? It is so much less emotionally draining to just have them not run away from me and want to like me. So... If you like to be alone, that makes sense. Something else I don't get is it seems like many people, by the way, people seem to hate it when I generalize genders, but tell you can prove me wrong once you have, I guess, walked in my shoes because I feel like at least 15 women have complained to me about their iron deficiency while not one person with a alleged ball sack has ever said that to me. So what's the deal with generalizations? But anyway, I don't get people that have a deficiency like they let themselves be weak and complain about their iron. But I had extreme anemia in my youth and people would say, oh, they'd watch me at track and say, you looked like a noodle that was so pale that you could have died. And so I listened to the doctor and each iron pill is about 300% of a person's daily value. And I had to take that three times a day and then it cured me. So I don't know why people can't cure their ailments. Let's see what else. Something else weird I do is I think the amount of melatonin. And don't worry, it was approved by a psychiatrist but I know that others either take zero or three milligrams or five. Well, I always need at least 10. And then sometimes I'll take two 10 pills, which is 20. And then I'll take as many more. <laughs> this makes me sound like a psycho. I'm just going to end it there. But yeah, my body can't take much, but it can take as much melatonin as exists in the world. 
something else that so I'm just going to name things that seems like a lot of people that are normal do, but I just, they, again, make me roll my eyes. The humans that say, I barely eat McDonald's. And the next person says, yeah, me neither. And But then it's like, okay, who is asking me for a French fry a chicken nugget and raving about my sweet and sour sauce? So I was at a surprise party for my friend's girlfriend who I should call my friend as well so my friend's surprise party and I was getting a little famished and so I thought hmm should I get the resident's permission I thought no it's okay so I stood there and ordered uber eats and as everyone was playing beer pong I was eating my McDonald's and I don't regret it and Let's see. I guess it's just a question to the people that do fit in. Is the real you? Are you really like everyone else? Or is the real you inside? Maybe it's some food for thought. So let's see. What else do I have to share with you tonight? Honestly, another fear I have is walking down the street at night and having the person who's lingering strangely will shoot me because that's something you kind of like I don't know if my instincts are fast enough to duck I guess that would be one of the strategies or I guess run in a zigzag I remember when my friend once the time that I decided I wanted him to be my friend he was sorry this is about to be dark but to me it's a little humorous the way it yeah it's gonna be extremely dark but hey a lot of people like American Horror Story that maybe made school shootings seem sexy but he was telling me how at his school it was a huge thing to just practice what they would do for school shootings and they would recommend like weapons for the kids to have like he had said oh I would use the scissors and sorry if you listen to this and you're like okay Christina is just stealing my story but you can steal mine if you write your book or make episodes what mine is yours as well. There are some words or phrases that I refuse to ever use in my life. One of them, it's not even that I won't use, but if you've ever said this around me, I have cringed and sorry to talk down to you, but I don't understand you. The word wholesome, it disturbs me. When people say, that is so wholesome. Really? I feel like that, it's just really gross to me. Instead, I, I use like, oh, so cute, so adorable. But why the, w, why the W word? Something else I'll never say is, have a good one. They always seem to say that at the grocery store. And it's just like, a good what? I'll always say, good day or night. Why not distinguish It's just, I don't like the phrases that make no sense. And I guess something else may be weird about me is I love children. I like the how if you're five feet or above, you can be, like when they guess ages, they say, are you 30? Are you 50? It's just so cute. And then I think the thing I hate most about life, again, is the surface level disingenuous conversations when it's like 
Are you talking to a person who's themselves? Are you talking to Plato? I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down. But for example, the kids just have no facades at all. And I don't know what could be more fun than that. I think that kids are like adults minus all the bad things. I once was in New York City with my friend's family and we were eating at a brunch and we were looking at this kid who I could see I could see why someone might be annoyed by somebody who's loud or maybe too hyper but it's not just kids there's adults that have so many disturbing flaws that are unappealing and annoying but this kid we thought how does she have so much energy and it just came to me I thought what exhausts people the most and it's because I think they don't worry about the small stuff I think that if we all had a lot less stress we wouldn't be so weighed down as much and maybe we would play hide and seek at restaurants too I hope you have enjoyed this whatsoever maybe one percent hopefully I didn't waste your life on this but I've been hearing that maybe people have noticed I haven't been making these as much so I'll just pump out the content for your listening pleasure just so you know this is probably how much I appreciate you if you're listening to this right now maybe I secretly love you but then again I do feel like everyone loves everyone so that's that that's how much I appreciate you my heart beats for you Thank you. Have a good morning, afternoon, night, and eternity. Would you want to live forever? Sometimes I think about that. If you're still listening, you're amazing. Oh, something else that I don't understand and never will say either is when you're talking about the movies you like and something i've been hearing a lot is oh i like twilight and i know it's not good not good cinematography or quality but i just like it and when people say that i think okay are we on are you on rotten tomatoes right now why like why talk about the objectively good or bad i feel like if you like something that much that means it is good to you and why do you have to say that you recognize that maybe societally it isn't good like what's the point i really don't care something else i hate about american university is sorry to slander the school that i've known and loved i hope that i don't get barred forever and kicked out of institutions for saying this but so there's as you know i really hate when people brag about the norm you ask someone there oh what year are you just to be nice and get to know them and they say well technically this is my second year but really i'm basically a junior because i'm graduating fill in how many semesters early they're intending to graduate and it's just like okay first do you think you're special because Do you even go to AU if you don't graduate early is a thing. Like, it's one of the few private schools that take the AP credits and let you skip it. So, all right, you're normal. And second, I just don't like when people answer questions with answers 
that I didn't ask for. And I know I sound like a bitch. I sound like a whore right now, but you give me no choice. But (laughs) I'm saying you in second person because if you're listening to this, obviously you're cool.